0: Hello, and thanks for checking out Money Mile. We help active people looking forward to an active financial independence, a phased retirement, and eventually leaving a meaningful legacy. Here, you get to listen to personal financial education from an expert that has been guiding people to their financial independence for over 20 years. This is not your typical financial podcast. Our content is delivered in 8 to 10 minute segments that will ideally align with one mile of your long steady run each week. This could also work as part of a warm up or cool down for other workouts, but we'll leave that up to you. Most of the episodes will have a follow up action for you to take. Each conversation is designed to help you understand how to move your financial situation forward. After all, it's not what you know that counts, it's what you do. Keep in mind that if you work out, everything else will too. Over the last couple of episodes, we've talked about the unique financial challenges active people and endurance athletes will face. In our last episode, your homework was to think about your property casualty, medical insurance, education planning, estate planning, and financial balance. I would love to hear about your progress in this journey and how your homework is coming along. Please email me at info@wallerfc.com and let me know how things are going for you. In this episode, we're going to talk about a little something special for the triathletes in the crowd. If you are not a triathlete, please stick with us, and I hope that this is valuable for you as well. As a triathlete, there is one specific financial concept that should be relatively easy to translate into our world. You have got to be involved with multiple things at any given time. If you are a great runner, you have to make it to T2 before you can really do your best work in a triathlon. If you're a good swimmer, an appropriate training plan for you may not have as much work for you in the swim. Could you benefit from it? Sure, we all could, but you might get more improvement by swapping out some of that swim work for an extra strength session on the bike. Everyone is different, and you need to have the right training plan for you. This is very similar in the investing world to the concept of diversification. Depending on your financial strengths and weaknesses, you may need to work on different areas of your portfolio so you have the right portfolio for you. Just like a training plan should be designed and customized for your individual needs, I believe your portfolio should also be designed for your individual needs. The basic building blocks in triathlon are swim, bike, and run. The building blocks of your portfolio are cash, stocks, and bonds. So let's dig in a little bit. The cash in your portfolio would be compared to the swim. You may not need a lot of cash depending upon where you are, or you might need a lot, but everyone needs to have some cash in their portfolio. You can't win a race in the swim, but you can lose it there. If your portfolio doesn't have any cash, it is possible that your portfolio will not have the liquidity or the stability you need if and when an emergency arrives. This can be addressed by maintaining the appropriate cash reserves for you and your situation and making sure that your portfolio has enough cash for near-term flexibility. On to the second section. In triathlon, this is the bike. And this is where you're going to make the majority of your progress on race day. You go the fastest and efficiency is extremely important. This is very similar in the stock portion of your portfolio. For those of you that are not familiar with stocks, the easiest way to think of stock is owning a portion of a business. You may not be the founder of the next Facebook or IBM, but through the benefits of the stock market, you can essentially partner with these companies based all around the world and participate in those businesses. The stock portion of the portfolio is where the majority of the portfolio growth is going to happen over time. I typically suggest that most investors would be better served by owning a well-diversified mix of stocks in their portfolio. This mix should include a combination of domestic and international stocks. You should own a mix of different sized companies, large, medium, and small, and a variety of different sectors of the global economy. Finding the right mix for you is better saved for a conversation with you and your financial planner. Again, this is not financial advice. This is for education purposes only. I would suggest that you at least consider a portfolio of baskets of stocks of these different types of companies in the form of exchange-traded index funds. These tools are typically well-diversified, low-cost, and relatively tax-efficient. This can be a great starting point for a lot of stock investors. You can always get more specific later if you wanted to, but most investors will be better served by starting Diversified. If you prefer to invest in real estate— which is very common. I would include that in the stocks or ownership part of the portfolio. Finally, we can't finish a triathlon until we've finished the run. For longer distance events, the run is where stable, consistent trajectory over time is likely going to be better than a sprint-walk scenario. In your portfolio, this is where the bonds come in. Steadier than the stock portion of the portfolio, The bond should bring stability and consistency to the portfolio when and where you need it. When you think of bonds, you can think of loaning money to organizations. It could be municipalities or businesses or, heck, even the federal government. But essentially, you're lending your money to these organizations and they promise to pay you interest and pay you your money back over time. Lending through bonds has historically been a more stable form of investing than stocks but you also do not get the growth that you would from the stock side of the portfolio. Now, past performance is no guarantee of future returns, but this is a good place for us to start. Just like your training plan should be customized to your goals as an athlete and your current fitness level, your portfolio should likewise be customized to your financial goals and your current financial position. I'll give you a couple of examples. If you have a really solid career and are spending less than you earn on a regular basis, you may not need to have as much cash as a business owner with volatile income and high expenses. If you have a really strong pension, you may not need as much in the bonds or fixed income space than someone else might need. Now, you might notice here that I said as much. I think everyone should have a mix of these assets in their overall portfolio. With that, we have come to the point in the episode where we talk about homework. Again, it's not what you know that counts. It's what you do. So your homework for this episode is to find out what portion of your current portfolio is in cash, stocks, and bonds. As G.I. Joe used to say, knowing is half the battle. So let's find out where you stand currently. Then you can decide if you need to do something differently. This is for education purposes only, and I am not recommending any specific investments. I would love to hear from you what your current mix of cash, stocks, and bonds is, and whether or not you think it's right for you. You can email me at info@wallerfc.com. at wallerfc.com. If you have any questions on this or have a difficult time figuring out your homework, I would recommend you talk with your friendly neighborhood fee-only financial planner. You can find one at napfa.org, which is the National Association of Personal Financial Advisors. You can also look at the XY Planning Network, Find an Advisor Portal, or the fee-only network, and I'll leave links to all of those in the show notes. Keep in mind, if you work out, everything else will too. And I look forward to talking with you again next time on Money Mile.